0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: Welcome to WTIC's Pet Talk. Today, Drs. Andrea Dennis and Eva Saranovic take your pet health questions. This is a show for you and your best friend. Call in now at 522-WTIC, 800 wtic or start WTIC from your cell phone if you have AT&T Wireless. And now, Pet Talk. Good afternoon. Welcome to the veterinary edition of Pet Talk. I am Dr. Andrea Dennis.
0: And I'm Dr. Eva Saranovich.
1: And we work on a daily basis in Bloomfield. And on Saturdays, we get to come to the studio here in Farmington, uh, work with our producer, Mike, and answer your questions. Talk to you over the phone. It's something we've been doing for um, decades now. Mm -hmm. And we enjoy it, even on these gorgeous days of, um, of winter. So please feel free to give us a call, talk about any questions that you might have about your pet's health, whether it's preventative health or you're actually having a medical issue right now or have recently had a medical issue. This is uh, to help you and to help you make the best decisions you possibly can and for your pets, um, for your family. And we have been told many times that what people tend to hear is from other um, patients or other clients as it has helped them. So feel free to call us at 860-522-9842 or 1-800-966-9842. So we'll, we'll be here for the next 50 minutes or so and would love to chat with you. So the phone lines, we're going to open them now. And uh, as we wait for calls to come in, as we usually do on Saturdays, we have... An issue that we always like to bring to the table to discuss. Mm -hmm. And it is the time of year that we talk and think about allergies, not only with our patients, which we will talk about on upcoming shows as well, because our patients get all sorts of allergies or allergic to all sorts of things, but also, you know, people tend to be allergic to their pets. And we need to keep this in mind how we live with them whether you're seeing an allergist, whether you're not, you know, we do know as much as we love our furry friends that the the fact remains that roughly 15 to 20% of the human population is allergic to animals. So we have people that are in love with their pets. Sometimes they're in an unhealthy situation and it's because they're allergic to to their pets. Some allergists uh, will recommend removing the pet from the home, but then there's others that just can't do it. They said, no, I'm going to live with this. I cannot be a, a, I can't separate from my pet. And others that were allergies are not as severe. Mm -hmm. Uh, But again, we're not at all contradicting anything that your allergist may recommend. Uh, If someone is as seriously ill and potentially can have asthma, then you have to follow, you know, or Mm -hmm. at least listen to what your allergist is saying. We're veterinarians, we're not humans, (laughs) human doctors. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of the symptoms that you can get from your pets are you can get red, itchy, watery eyes, your nose is running, you're sneezing and coughing. Um, Especially um, sometimes you'll get that sore throat and others will get itchy skin. And of course, we mentioned asthma and that's probably one of the most serious um, side effects from being allergic to your pets. You have difficulty breathing.
0: Right. And, um, people, you know, what is it that makes you, makes you allergic to an animal? And people are always asking about what Mm. breed is hypoallergenic? What if I get something with no hair? You know, we we get those questions all the time. And the reality is, is what you're, what people are allergic to is the proteins of dander and dander is skin being shed. It is, um, it is from their saliva, from them licking themselves, it's from their urine, it's from their the oils on their coats. I mean, those are the types of things, it's those proteins that you tend to be allergic to. It's not really about the fur or do you shed or not. Mm-hmm. Um, any animal can make you allergic. Cats are most likely. Uh, certainly people are allergic to dogs. You can also become allergic to exotic animals. I know somebody who's very allergic to rabbits um oh, yes.
1: <laughs> I'm looking. Who would that be? <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> um guinea pigs are also another one that people. Mm-hmm. So it's it, you know, and it's all these animals they they lick themselves, they get they have oils in their coat. They you know, they have the proteins from their urine, so they all have the same things in common that can cause this. Right. Um so there's no breed, there's no fur type that can make it over, but the question is how can you manage it?
1: Right. And I think that it's um most people just like with our, our patients, our dogs and cats, when they're allergic to one thing, they usually are allergic to others. So right. people that tend to be um, allergic to their pets also tend to be allergic to dust mites and tend to be allergic maybe to even certain types of food. So what you can do is that, and that's what we talk about, an accumulative allergen load. And what you want to try to do to try to make it easier to live with your pets if you've made that decision and you're allergic in some way is to go and try to eliminate some of those other some of those allergens and we have some thoughts about how we how you can do that how you can make your environment um, try to decontaminate that to some extent and try to limit further exposure to allergens um, and, and people that will will work with you but again mm-hmm. we don't want you to ever be in a dangerous situation
0: uh, one of the things that's recommended as far as the environment goes is to have an allergen free room and mm-hmm. so you're often advising that your bedroom so at nighttime your bedroom is a place where you don't have the animals aren't in there right. um, you Keep them out of there. You're, you're, actually, your body's not being exposed to these allergens for a good solid eight hours or so.
1: Yeah, the rule in our house is closing the door to yep. the bedrooms. Yep. Because they love to sleep. come in and slip on your pillow.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> there are, you can use, uh, keep in mind that to eliminate other allergens, is you use hypoallergenic bedding and pillow materials so you don't necessarily have your feather bed type of thing because you can be allergic to the feathers. Mm hmm. Um, limit fabrics. Uh, so you don't want heavy drapes. You don't want you know wall-to-wall carpeting. Probably isn't the best. Things that right. you can wash are better than uh, better than having things that hold all those dust mites and allergens in them. Vacuuming frequently. Uh, using a vacuum that with a HEPA filter or what they call the electrostatic bags, the disposable bags that will actually hold on to the allergens instead of just spewing them out. The mm-hmm. back as the air goes oh, through. Yeah, that's good. Um, oh. Air purifiers can be huge for helping. So, put in that bedroom. Put an air purifier. But probably anywhere you can in the house to try to decrease allergens would be a good idea too. Um, your litter box, low dust, perfume free, because that's going to aggravate you. It's going to it's going to add to the allergy load. Uh, dusting, keeping you know keeping the walls and the surfaces dust free will be helpful. And as far as your um, your pet bedding and cages, make sure you can wash things frequently and keep just to keep everything down.
1: Yeah, I was um, even saw something about even washing towels that you wipe your animals down mm-hmm. with. Washing those every couple of days. Um, I have tend to have no allergies in my household. I'm I'm really allergic to nothing other than rabbits, so mm-hmm. we don't have rabbits. Uh, and um, but my son and my husband are. So um, I do the litter box as the most, but there are times when when my son will have to do the litter box and my husband. But those that recommendation is really good. You know, mm-hmm. even though that's not. The, usually the most pleasant job in, in the world, right. but I do it every day. And um, so f- talking about further decontaminating, what can you do to your pet? If you're gonna you have this pet that you know some people in the house are allergic to, bathing them can be helpful. And I think you're going to have to find that balance um, between bathing them frequently, but not too often that you're drying out their hair coat. So one of the things I would recommend is not bathing them with a a flea shampoo. Um, Sometimes people like think that's going to be better, and and really I tend to find those shampoos a little bit more drying Mm -hmm. than um, they need to be. Something that's a a sort of a moisturizing shampoo would be recommended. But bathing them, and even if you don't bathe them, even just sort of wetting them down with a wet, wet. Uh, I was going to say like a washcloth or even a paper towel. They do make some products uh, that you can spray on your paper towel or your your washcloth and, and wipe your pets down. I think really the main thing is just wetting them is probably the main thing that can just help. Uh, but bathing, not too frequently. And if your dog or cat does have an infection of the skin seek medical attention for that one. You don't want them miserable scratching at themselves, but two, the more infected the skin is, which we call a dermatitis, that's just going to accelerate your skin and your fur shedding, which will just add up on that allergen
0: exposure. Mm-hmm. Uh, brushing, brushing your combing frequently too mm-hmm. is important. Outside, right? Outside, absolutely. <laughs> Um, but also taking care of yourself. So if you can, if somebody else can clean the house and vacuum, Yay. that's never a bad idea. <laughs> so that you're not exposed. And as you said, you already do the litter box at home, right. so nobody else is exposed. Mm-hmm. If you are cleaning, a dust mask is a good idea. Um, washing hands after be- after you're handling your the animal, your pet, so that your pet, and especially before you touch your face. Then also they talk about having the set of clothing that you wear when you're playing with your animal, and then you throw it in the wash, so right. you're not sitting in it all the time and then remember if you're suffering from allergies find a good allergist mm-hmm. who can help you with medications and medications whether it's allergy shots immunization shots or whatever but somebody that can help you out
1: i think th- those so those are some of the thoughts about you know having a pet with allergies um and if you can uh try to pr- help decontaminate maybe um you can live without you know without it being so um potentially life-threatening. Mm-hmm. I think that's the main thing. Um, and again, getting back to our own lives, um, I know Dr. Saranovich, she has her allergies. Mm-hmm. She, she deals with them, and but you're always very careful to wash. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone knows as soon as you pet, finish petting the pet, whether it's cat or dog, wash your hands first. Don't rub your eyes. Rubbing right. your eyes is the worst thing. So always wash first. So we do have a couple of uh, people calling in, and so we're going to get to those calls as soon as we get back from our very short break. So hang in there, Allison and David. You're listening to the Veterinary Edition of Pet Talk on WTIC News Talk
3: 1080. It's
1: Welcome back to Pet Talk. The song is so appropriate. You mm-hmm. know, we were talking about having dogs or cats that you may be allergic, and just the thought of having to give them up. Right. Um, uh, that um, Lady Annabellum mm-hmm. saw them once in concert. In Did concert. you? Yes. It was, and I guess they're kind of country. Wait, were they, yeah. I think they're considered country, but it was, they were good. All right. Well, welcome back. You're listening to the Veterinary Edition of Pet Talk. I am Dr. Andrea Dennis along with Dr. Eva Saranovich, and we are here uh, for at least the next half hour, 40 minutes, to answer your questions. And because of that, um, we are going to make sure that we get every question of people that call today. We're going to do our best because we always appreciate your company, we appreciate your insights, and we're here to help. We may not have all the direct answers, but at least we can guide you either with your own veterinarians or into a direction that... that, that um, you will feel satisfied and get some direction and allison you are calling in with a common concern how are you
2: i'm fine thank you hi doctors hi Hi there um yes excuse me sure um duffy our bloodhound
0: oh (laughs) um
2: belonged to another family and this this is our third bloodhound we've had uh two in the past that passed away Um, pretty old age mm. Um, so she's our new one we were looking for a rescue, so my uh we saw um rather actually i heard it on wtic on uh, a show about a a home needed for a bloodhound and i called in and connected to the dog warden so it worked out perfectly that's great um but my problem is her problem is um when she came down the stairs when we first went to the door we could not believe the size of this dog Mm -hmm. and but once we got into the house we understood they free fed her by uh uh the bag of dog food onto a door handle.
0: Oh my god. Mm.
2: And it was just well anyway, so we've had her um she hasn't seen our vet yet because she was vaccinated and everything. So we're gonna see uh our vet coming up when vaccinations are due again. Okay. Um so we've I think we've cut back on food. She has lost some. Okay. But she craves food. She wants to eat all the
0: time. Yeah, she's used to she's used to be able to get it whenever she wants to.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to throw by you what I feed her and see what you think. Sure. Um, I feed ProPlan.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, that was recommended by our vet. I don't know. We used to feed grain-free, and they said that's not necessarily the best.
0: And right now, with the, the potential heart issues, we're staying away from grain-free until we know more.
2: Okay. So ProPlan,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, a cup, and then a half a cup of canned, and then if we have leftover chicken or something, mm-hmm. twice a day.
0: Okay. And she and you feel like she's losing weight on that.
2: She well, she did to a point. Okay. And now she's not.
0: Okay. So a couple of thoughts for you. Um, one is, one is switching the food. You know, using a Pro Plan, but using a weight loss version, or talking to your veterinarian. Uh, Purina has some veterinary prescription diets too, and they have one called OM that I think is probably one of the. Best that I've seen of the weight loss diets that we've ever had. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's supposed to help deal with craving to eat as well as you know as well as help with weight loss. So that's an option for you because it has
1: less calorie content. Yeah, and it but it does help the cravings too.
0: And two is you know maybe the volume needs to be cut back a little bit and maybe to maybe to substitute there get some vegetables or things for her instead if she likes things like string beans or you know some dogs like lettuce some dogs like things like that you might. Use some of that for her calorie content. Okay. And might I ask, are you doing any treats?
2: Um, she loves her milk bones. Um, so that's what another question I had. Do you have any low uh, calorie treats? Well, I think
0: I think vegetables if you can use them. Carrots. The other and carrots, things like that. Sometimes I'll give my dog a, just a big the, one of the biggest carrots I can find and let him sit there and chew on that, and it makes him happy. It's messy, okay. but it makes him happy. The other thing is if you go. Um, if you're looking for individual treats, I mean, you can use little pieces of dog food. Um, there's treats out there called Charlie Bear treats that are like are, they're one calorie each. They're small. I mean, the big thing with treats is I don't think they need something large to them. It's the action of getting the treat. So if you can substitute with teeny pieces of something, you'll do better. Okay. um Um, the other thing is making when you're feeding when lots of times when people talk about a cup you want to make sure you're very consistent everyone in the house is consistent we i often have people it'll be the two owners are in the room and one says well i give you know a little less than the cup and the other one says no i give more than i give a heaping cup (laughs) and we go through this conversation and then there's an argument starts and it goes from there but um so so consistency and knowing exactly what you're doing is it truly a cup is it a You know, is it a measuring cup and how level are we doing it? I mean, because some of the some of the nutritionists talk about how you should technically weigh your food to be to be consistent. Um, But I think making a few changes there. And then the last thing is, is if you do all this and she is not losing weight, then you check her Mm -hmm. thyroid and make sure that's okay too.
2: Okay, I'll have to do that on yeah. the next vet check. So you, yeah. you said the name of that food is O M by
0: Purina. Purina O M. It's a prescription okay. diet. You get it through your veterinarian, but it's specifically for weight loss. And it, you know, because you are doing dealing with two different things. You do, you got this overweight dog, but you got a dog that is used to eating as much as she possibly wants. So this is a change yeah. for her. So you, you kind of have to deal with it on both sides. How do we keep her satisfied and happy? Um, the other thing you can do is if you to occupy her when she wants to eat. Now you have to be careful because not all food puzzles are created equal, and you don't want her whatever toy you give her that she eats part of the toy, but mm-hmm. sometimes part of her meal in a puzzle or a toy where it occupies her brain too, so she still has this food, it's sitting in front of her, and I have to look for the food and play with it. Sometimes that's oh. helpful too. Okay. Um, right.: Yeah, and that, so that, that might be a benefit to you as well.
2: Can, okay well thank you very much we i love your show it's wonderful thank you so and, much allison uh, you're by the way you have a great weekend by the way
0: allison i am so yeah. impressed that that you've had three bloodhounds now i think uh. they're gorgeous <laughs> dogs they're not the dog for everybody but they're lovely but they're
2: dogs and uh, I you don't like slime and exactly and exactly no. You,
0: yeah
2: <laughs> no that's so true
0: <laughs> well
2: thank you very much again thank, thank you. you we'll talk to you you're soon welcome. bye-bye now okay, bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.
1: Yeah, on the other side of that too. Um, just talking about the, the the you did a great job talking about the the calorie intake, but then also too maybe as the weather's getting better, I don't yeah. know if Allison's allowed to um, you know can can exercise. Yeah, yeah. You know, getting outside as the weather gets a little bit uh, just warmer. to help with that too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the more um, same thing with me. The more exercise, the better.
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> Especially
1: after around the holidays. So um, you know what? What we're gonna do is um, David. We probably aren't gonna be able to. Finish with you if you don't mind staying on hold. um But uh, David, I want to just talk to you because you have a a three dog situation going on, right? Okay. Hold on. I'm gonna try one more time with David. Let me just try.
2: And kept in a perimeter like the two
0: hey, that were in a is home. that
1: now, uh, David? Are you with me? Marriage,
4: Okay, guess not.
1: Okay, must be tough. Talk- oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. So got we're just going to take care of that and make sure we get rid of that one. Okay, so um, I think that was a, a some lines got crossed there, and some. Mm-hmm. And so let's um, let me just make sure. We're going to just wait until we take the news because I want to make sure, Dorothy, we we know you want to talk about an issue with warts. And we've got lots of good information. So when we get back for the news, we're definitely going to talk to you about that. And I think Sheila's calling in with an issue as well. So, um, again, with the, the the prescription diets that you were mentioning, mm-hmm. like the OM, the reason why they're prescription diets is because they are very restrictive in calories. So the company wants you to work with your veterinarian and really proper good weight weight loss they don't want you to do it suddenly they don't want you to do it overnight so you might even so that's one of the reasons why you get it through a veterinarian but i gotta tell i agree with you a hundred percent there are some of those prescription diets that are just fantastic Mm -hmm. all right so um time for news and then we'll come back with more veterinary pet talk on wtic news talk 1080 It's Saturday, it may be a little chilly, but the sun is out, and as long as the sun is out, your spirits have to be
0: uplifted. And the days are longer. Yeah, I noticed. It that is so yesterday. nice. I was driving yesterday and it's five thirty yes. and there's still sunlight and <laughs> like this is so good.
1: It is, it, it, you know, um, we were still at work and then we, we can see the yeah. sunset in the west and the sky was still had some light to it. So yeah, we're getting there folks. You're listening to the veterinary edition of Pet Talk. I'm Dr. Andrea Dennis and that was Dr. Eva Saranovich's voice that you just heard. We're celebrating um, sunlight and longer days. And we have um, several people that are waiting to uh, talk to us here online. But if for some reason you just you know, are in the car doing those errands, going to the grocery store, you know, you can always reach out to us through our website. And we have a lot of great information for you. And you can read about us, read about um, some of the things, some of the other shows. We, we have those on um, podcasts, too. Mm-hmm. So that's the Bloomfield. Animal Hospital CT, which is for Connecticut, Bloomfield Animal Hospital CT.com. And there's a way of, of reaching us. So feel free to do that. And as promised, we are going to take another phone call. And that is going to be Dorothy.
4: Dorothy, how are you? Good, thank you. It's um, a nice day today. It is, you yeah. know. I have a problem with my poodle. He has viral warts. Okay. And I need something to prevent them like a, a vaccine uh it's called papa l p o p p i l o m a.
1: papilloma yeah viral yes, papilloma yeah. we virus. know exactly yeah. what you're talking about
4: now uh is there anybody that has a vaccine for dogs
0: oh they talk about some places making you you make you you make the vaccine with using the wart to make a what they call an autologous vaccine or um if i'm getting the pronunciation of that right. right but anyhow um but there so let's first of all we'll back up a little bit for people so we're uh, talking about a wart that is contagious from dog to dog yes um and typically dogs get those from exposure to other dogs so dogs that go to daycares or um play in play groups or go to dog parks are typically how they get those
4: how about from grooming
0: if you're, they have to be exposed to other dogs, so they have to be. Yeah. It has to be contact, you know, or, or yeah. they're using the same bowls or mm-hmm. there's so, or something like that. That's that's how they'll yeah. get that.
4: Yeah. Well, I uh, contacted Valley Vet Supply out in Maryville, Kansas, mm-hmm. and they make a vaccine for the uh, cattle, but they wrote back to me and they said they don't make it for a
0: dog. No. no, yeah,
1: you don't want to get into
0: that. Yeah, quite that's yet, the vaccines that they are, are you would go to a specialist who would. Who would formulate this vaccine so you, you don't want to get into that how long has your dog had it
4: about a year now and they're kind of multiplying mm, that's a long time that's a long how time
1: was, uh, any treatment that you were doing with your veterinarian they well uh,
4: this uh, pharmaceutical valley vet supply sent me a jar of cream
0: no. so how was put the cream on it how was the how were these diagnosed dorothy uh,
4: uh, from um, your veterinarian dr haynes on berlin turnpike
0: well it, if they're still there in a year, yeah, it may be worth. Have you had one removed and and biopsied?
4: Yes, I I, I had a couple removed from his front legs because he was licking them. Now the doctor uh, Haynes gave me a sample in a jar. Okay. And I wrote to um, uh, Merck Pharmaceutical okay. and Boston Scientific Center. Yeah. i wrote him a letter and i haven't heard from them
0: okay what i am going to advise to you if you are still seeing these after a year uh, because that that's a long time for these yes um i would go back and have them rechecked because the question here is are these all still the viral papillomas or do we also have there are other growths on dogs that can look very similar so it's is are we still dealing with the same thing or do we have other issues going on? Is there a reason why we would still have these? So I think I would probably go have these reevaluated.
1: Yeah. How, how old is your dog? He's
0: 13. Yeah.
1: Yeah. See, especially being older, um, I'm, I'm in complete agreement with Dr. Saranovich on this. Uh, I think it's time to take another look mm-hmm. after, after a year. Um, cause the thing is that we have, um, we have things that now, especially older dogs that have something that look like warts, but they're not the true papillomavirus that most of us are referring to right now. I mean, I, we see the papillomavirus mainly with dogs that, um, are young, dogs that are going to daycare. Um, they're getting them in their mouths, their foot pads, sometimes even their ears, and they're usually younger dogs. So there may be more than one type of Virus or one type of sort of growth that you're that you're dealing with. So after a year, it's it's time. It's mm-hmm. definitely time to have reevaluated. Well, and I'm sure Dr. Haynes will do.
4: Well, I've had him. Uh, he's my vet from the day he was born. Oh, you we know, know Dr.
1: And he, Haynes. He's and,
4: a love bug.
1: Yep. And you,
0: I think we think <laughs> we need to go back to Dr. Haynes and reevaluate these. Yeah,
4: after a year. Well, okay. Is there any place that you know that makes a vaccine? No. No. No, nothing that
1: they're working on it. again. Papilloma virus. I mean, I worked in large animals, and so we didn't see the true papilloma virus um, that we're talking about being viral. We didn't see it for years, and then with the with the sort of the um, invention and the popularity of these doggy daycares, where dogs are sharing more toys and things like that, we're seeing more problems of it. Um, the uh, you know all these adopted dogs being yeah. in one place. So. And the
0: and the other part is is if these are still present after a year, then you should see Dr. Haynes to evaluate is there any reason why your dog's immune system isn't fighting these off after this time So yeah. that's why you need to you need to regroup with him and talk yeah. with him again. Yeah, yeah.
1: Don't, yeah, this is beyond you trying to order something online well, and try to treat yourself.
4: Uh, if I don't hear from Merck, I'm going to write to Pfizer.
0: I think, but I think you need to see Dr. Haynes to deal with the issue. Yeah. Okay?
4: Well, I've been to him twice and he removed them from the front leg.
0: Okay, good. That's and at least they're they're, they're gone at this he point.
4: Were, he said they were warts.
0: Yep. And, and again, remember, there's different, again, if. There's different types of warts, yeah. and some are viral, some aren't. Some are yeah. more cyst-like. Yep. Yeah.
1: They're more in the cyst and, family, and they're not going to go away until you remove them. Yeah. So, yeah. And, oh, and older
0: dogs get a lot of those. Yeah. So we're just wondering if you started with one thing, and now we're into another thing that goes along with the age of your dog. hmm
4: Okay. Well, he's, a, he's been a good dog, and I Aww. changed groomers. And once I change groomers, I noticed these things popping up.
1: Yeah, I I don't think I would put this on the groomer. No, I don't no. think so either. No, no.
0: Okay.
1: No, we're you know you're you're trying to find answers, and we're trying to help you, and we yes. completely understand. But we're we're leaning towards something well, else. We would never diagnose anything, you know, over the air on the phone. But that's yes. why we're saying.
4: Can I ask you one thing? Is there anybody in the state in the uh, health department or of the state health department of, of animals?
0: Know of a, other animals that have this problem? Well, f- the, the uh, viral warts are a known issue. We we diagnose these all the time. Yeah. But again, we don't. What we are saying to you is, after a year, yeah, they sh- these should be gone. They the body should have gotten rid of yeah, them by usually now. Usually,
1: they're gone after two to three months. If it's a true viral papilloma yeah. virus caused mm. wart, oh, they, okay, okay, they're I'll
4: usually back to Haines and Think.
1: That's perfect. Okay. See what okay. All right. Good luck. <laughs> you, okay. Tell him that Dr. Dennis and Dr. Saranovich said to go see him again. Okay. <laughs> okay. All, right. All right. Thank bye. you. Bye bye now. Yeah, I know it gets confusing, um, and uh, you know, just to try to make sure that we're clear to the the rest of the audience too, is that we really do have um, these papilloma virus, and it's a virus that we really see these right. these growths, and some dogs, the most common place is the mouth. Absolutely. Not the skin, and, and it can
0: look disgusting, and there can be lots of them, but it, they don't. They usually aren't around after a few months,
1: right? And for those people that do have had um, their dog diagnosed with the viral papilloma virus, then um, you know, and they're not going away on their own. Mm-hmm. I just saw a puppy today had a huge one over its head and three in the mouth. Mm-hmm. They're practically all gone, but then we have some stubborn cases that we've put on something called azithromycin. Mm-hmm. So there's some treatments out there for those specific types of Viral papilloma growth, right? But other growths that may be in the cyst family that that they're not going to go away, right? And that's our part of our suspicion there. So uh, Sheila, still hang in there for us because we're going to take our quick break and then we're going to come on back for more pet talk on WTIC News Talk
4: 1080.
1: Summertime music. Somebody's getting ready. I like it. <laughs> I know. I could see you be bopping over like, there. It's
0: summertime. I
1: think that may be our our music producer here, Justin Levine, getting ready for summer. I think so
0: too. He's ready. He's ready for the beach.
1: <laughs> and thank you for the the music choices for today, uh, Justin. Uh, we are back at the veterinary edition of Pet Talk. Uh, we will be back on a regular alternating schedule here on Saturdays. Coming up the rest of the month. And before we take, on, I think it's going to probably end up being our last phone call. But we just wanted to kind of finish this kind of the cycle that we started the show off with, with um, about you know us being allergic to our dogs and and cats. And there has been um, a a recent sort of um, sort of a, evaluation and uh, an opinion. And according to uh, Dr. Leah Wright. Um, she's an allergist out of Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston. She thinks that we can um, prove that we may be, some people may be allergic to dogs and only male dogs. And, and that's one of the questions. Is it just male dogs that you can be allergic to versus female dogs? Mm-hmm. And there is up to 30% of people are allergic to dog, that are allergic to dogs. Are actually allergic to just one specific protein according to dr. Wright and that's made in the prostate of the dog Mm -hmm. so obviously females don't have prostate glands Mm -hmm. now that's only possibly up to 30% but last May the FDA approved a reliable blood test for this one specific allergen and possibly if you're allergic to only that specific protein in the male dog, you know, you may be able to tolerate a female or even a neuter dog is, right. the, is the philosophy with that. So, you know, there's more edu- not just education, but it's research that we're constantly looking at. We know how important our pets are to us. And again, if you're allergic to how do we live with our allergic dogs and cats, um, you know, versus, you know, having to. To give them up or not have one, True. which is, uh, and then also too, we we've got some other research with
0: with some food, right? Yep, there's some research uh, that uh, actually it's Purina. We keep talking about Purina today. I know, <laughs> but Purina is doing some research on a food that decreases levels of the major cat antigen that we are allergic to and their saliva uh, and their saliva mm-hmm. so they're they're developing they have people doing research to try to develop a diet that will help you if you're allergic to that antigen in your cat it may make your life a whole lot easier which is pretty neat
1: yeah that would be wonderful so that's that's coming they talked about it. when we went to a veterinary meeting um in january and that was a big topic mm-hmm. that they perina was giving out so stay tuned because anything right. that's new that we have really um vetted um, to bring to out to your attention, we will continue to do things like that, and a nice little cute story, happy ending you have for me. Yeah.
0: So last time we talked about the um, the Motorworks Brewing Company of Bradenton, Florida, on their on their cans, on their beer cans, they were putting out some adoptable dogs from a shelter mm-hmm. to try to help them find homes. And apparently there was a woman scrolling through from Minnesota scrolling through her Facebook feed and she sees these cans and one of them looks really familiar to her she had lost a dog 3 years prior it was her dog Hazel and so she contacted them and sure oh, wow. enough the dog had a microchip the inf- it was her microchip that just she had not updated the information so for all of you whose dogs have microchips, update your information when you move. Update your contact info. Mm-hmm. This has turned out to be her dog. What that, a
1: happy ending. It's an
0: incredible happy ending.
1: Three years.
0: Three years later, and the shelter was actually going to drive the dog up to her. Oh, God. That's it's amazing.
1: People are so, You just, I think many times, uh, other than sometimes the cruelty aspect, <laughs> barring that, when it's around, when the topic is around or the issues around pets, people are just so giving mm-hmm. and go above and beyond. So... We're in a good profession there, doctor.
3: Mm-hmm. All right,
1: Sheila, how are you today?
3: I'm fine. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, you have a question. Um, well, I first of all, I have a wonderful vet, and this comes from a conversation last night I had with him. Mm-hmm. I have finished lap hounds, and I have a wonderful male. He's starting to show. Uh, he loves to be in the show ring. He's a real prancer. Um, he's okay with the judge, but you're gonna laugh. He doesn't <laughs> like people. Oh no. Well, you got to be all right with Isn't the that judge. funny, but he's but he's okay with
0: all the people in the show ring. That's funny.
3: Well, yeah, in the show ring it's like he knows it's his job and yes. he's okay. Yeah. But yeah. as soon as I take him out, you know how show, dog shows are, mm-hmm. I have to put him back in his crate or in the yeah. car because he's just not happy. Right. And 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 nervous. I mean, now he's not going to bite anybody or he's, anything. It's he's, not like that. He's stressed. It's just like he looks around like, "Oh god, people."
0: Right. Yeah. Are you looking I've,
3: for something I've, to
1: calm him or relax him?
3: Well, well, I, I have. I've used the calming okay. snippers, the various odd things that you can get at PetSmart. I'm not, I really, because he's a show dog and he's so beautiful and everything, and I don't want to do anything to his personality. Right, right. I'm not going to drugs yet. Right. Okay. Um, but Dr., um, the my, my vet, yeah. uh, can I say, say his name? Sure, doctor, sure. Dr., um, yeah, Dr. Shaken at the uh, VCA Valley Animal yep. Hospital in South Windsor said that Purina has done a study about this probiotics that they're making, yep. and it's calming dogs down.
0: Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. called it's called Calming Care. I have had oh. I've had a couple dogs now that that I think it really made a difference. It's not immediate. It takes about six to eight weeks. Um, okay. But I have one. This was a dog that, yes, it was already on Prozac, but it had a terrible time with thunderstorms, even though it was on Prozac. And what she reported was that after about six weeks, the dog would sleep on her bed during a, a thunderstorm and was fine. Because yeah.
1: the product is out. It's out. It's, it's on there. the market. Um, so.
3: And it's, it's, it's called what again? It's
0: Purina Calming Care. And it's a okay. little—it's a little powder. They seem to like the taste of it. You mm-hmm. just sprinkle it on—sprinkle um, it on some food—and wow. and I've had okay. a couple now that, <laughs> again, it's not immediate, but I've had a couple now where it definitely helped them.
1: And I oh, think, thank goodness, we're, we've been asking, you know, is there something that we could use uh, for cats? But this is just for dogs they right s- now. They
0: say they're working. Hopefully, that they might be working out for cats. I don't right. know that yet, but I'm hoping they are because cats can certainly use it too. But I think it's worth a shot because it's not like you're right. You're in a show ring. You don't want a dull personality or anything like right, that. Right. But it's right, probably yeah. worth a try to see if it is it boosts his little courage a little bit.
1: Yeah. So we support your doctor's uh, recommendation, and it and it fits the bill. What you're describing, something yeah. that might help, but but is not technically a drug.
3: Yeah, I definitely, you know, show dogs for one thing. And then again, his personality is so sweet Mm -hmm, that I don't want to change it. You know, I don't want to change it at all. All right. Well, listen, I'm going to try it. I just wanted a second opinion, and there you are. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good luck, and we would love to hear. Yeah, yeah, let us
0: know. We'd love to hear if it helps. I
3: I know you've helped me. because This is Max, and you've helped me. This is a, a puppy that I, you know, my fem—I have the female, yeah, and and the male, and you know, he was the lone survivor. Uh, she had a terrible time with these pups, and but he came out and screaming his brains out, and mm. he's, I've had him since hour one. Excellent, and he's a wonderful dog, but you do like people.
1: <laughs> so, look, let's give what. What about your opinion on um, the Westminster dog show and the winner of that show? Did you watch that, that or happens- do you not? No, okay, never mind. No. No, you don't have to give your yeah, opinion.
3: Dude, I ha- um, I I really I really was rooting for that whippet. I just I know, thought that whippet was so fabulous. Yeah. It you was. know, I mean, I understand the whole poodle thing, I get it. Mm-hmm, but you know, mm-hmm. I just thought that Pippet, that uh, whippet Whip was a class act. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yep. yeah. That dog that dog was fabulous. Mm-hmm. But yet so and many I people was- in the audience
1: were rooting for the golden retriever.
3: And the golden retriever as well. Yeah, yes, yeah, definitely. that was all good. You know, but they they win a lot. So I was really rooting for the whippets. Yeah, the whippets cute. I yeah.
0: love. <laughs> I do love whippets.
3: And if he and with that walk, you couldn't, can't walk
1: any faster, can you? Than the whippets' no, legs I are don't. moving.
3: Oh yeah, I could not show a whippet. I have to show something like a herding dog <laughs> right. where they stay right with you. You know, they plod <laughs>
1: along. I, well, they listen. Plod
3: along and I, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was
1: going to say, yeah, no, they they plot along. And I really appreciate you giving us a little bit of your opinion, seeing that you, you know the show ring. And it's, the, you know, the big thing that we do in February is is watch that show. And they're, they're oh, all just course. so beautiful.
3: Yeah. Oh, they are. And, and this guy's grandfather was the first Finnish laphound to take best of breed at Westminster. So we're trying to that's cool. follow in his foot in his
0: footsteps. That's rooting. That's exciting. That's we're, cool.
1: We're rooting for you, Sheila. Okay, let right, us I'll know. Let, you, let us know how it goes. We'll give it about six I, to eight weeks, okay?
3: I will. I'll call you back and let you know if he still if he likes people. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yeah that's a that's a good good way to make that our our last call of the day. Mm-hmm. Um yeah cuz gosh, you want them to be alert and be right on top of things. Um so. Well, it, another show, another hour just like that. I see Law Talk is up and mm-hmm. I've got, I think one of my high school, my high school friends just walked by. I think he's a guest. That's pretty cool. I'm going to say Steve Latien's name. He better be a guest, but Law Talk is up next. Dr. Saranovich and I will be back in a couple of weeks. Lori Fass, I believe, will be here next week. So if you didn't get to call in, call in next time. Thanks for joining us and we will see you next time.